Welcome to the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. Oswego Mortgage is Pacific Northwest's VA home loan specialist. For questions or help with your VA home loan, a new home purchase, or refinancing, call 503-697-7214 or go to oswegomortgage.com. Now with the owner of Oswego Mortgage, Tom Fitkin, here's your host, Luke Anderson. Welcome into another episode of the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. I am Luke Anderson. With me, as always, the owner of Oswego Mortgage, Tom Fitkin. Tom, how are you doing this morning? Luke, I'm good, and I hope you're doing the same. Uh, You know what? I'm great. I'm excited for our topic today. Uh, We've talked a lot about the very specific nature of the VA home loan. Oswego Mortgage has been doing it more than 20 years, uh, more than 25 years. Uh, The VA home loan has been the expert here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, But today's topic, we're going to talk about some of the things that you've learned about dealing with the VA over the years and helping your clients get the benefits that they either don't know that they're qualified or think that they're not qualified for, and just some of the things that you've learned over the years. Um, Tom, one of the things that we talked about as we were getting ready for this is sometimes uh, folks that have been, you know, discharged from the military service in an other than honorable way, sometimes still have access to benefits they didn't know that they had. Is that right? Well, yes, yes and no. I mean, there's a process. And what I mean by that is if he or she got discharged for other than honorable, uh, obviously, conditions, um, then what I've learned, and this is from working with so many veterans over the years, is, you know, yeah, I did, but this was kind of, you know, I made a mistake. I was young. I was dumb, but I served my time. And or I served double my time or whatever, you know, and so, you know, they mentioned me that how they've gone back to the Veterans Administration and said, hey, yeah, I made this mistake and it wasn't right. I did the wrong thing, but I also did this, 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 and this above and beyond my um, requirement to, which is two years with an honorable discharge. You know, you have some people that are in five, 10 years and they make a mistake and they got, they get discharged that way and they have no benefits. But there is a way to go through it. And, you know, it's pretty much an appeal process. And there's a lot of success there because at the end of the day, they've got to look at the whole picture. When I say they, the Veterans Administration, and they can make decisions and reverse that and, and make it. Sometimes they, I see them come back and they say uh, general under honorable conditions. So in other words, they maybe change it up to where they get their benefit, or sometimes they change it just to honorable discharge, and that's what we're looking for. But there are ways to, um, you know, go appeal what 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 the situation was um, that happened years ago or whatever many years ago it was. But you know, when you put that when you put your time in, and you've even you know done more than you're required, and you get nothing out of it, I don't know. I think there's you know it depends again, Luke. To there could be some some things that so that are much more severe than others. There's sure. no way you're not getting discharged. But I think there's a lot of times when it's just kind of, you know, young and dumb mistakes that I don't know at the end of the day should have everything taken away from the veteran he or she for spending that time and serving our country. And sometimes it's just the, the process uh, seems intimidating, I would imagine. So because you've worked with so many veterans over the years, how often do you talk with somebody that doesn't really even know where to start with an appeals process? Well, a lot of times when they come with a discharge like that, they, you know, it's something they don't want to remember um, sometimes, or man, I just, I, I, I just, I've been told by someone that maybe I could go back and get this changed. I didn't, 
you know, I shouldn't have really, I made a mistake, but gosh, it was only, this is what I did. And I spent this much time and I have this medal, by the way. And, you know, so there's scenarios that, you know, they can go back and get this, but they come, I think initially they're just, it's something they don't really want to remember. So they got to get over that. You know, they got to get over what happened in the past and think about what they did as far as their time served and what they, you know, serve in our country and, and what, whatever their position or job held while they were in the military. And, you know, they got to look, it's like, yeah, yeah, I probably do deserve this benefit. This is what I did. I shouldn't have everything taken away and, and kind of take that attitude. You know, I think a lot of it though, it's just not wanting to remember the past. Well, I I think there's a double-edged sword there. You know, if you take ownership of the mistakes that you made, you need to also take ownership of the things that you did right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And, you know, and, and, and you can also, I'm, I'm sure part of it is maybe showing, you know, what you've done since you got out of the military and, you know, show that that was a, a mistake that was made. And, you know, my life has been successful and, and, you know, there's certain things that, you know, when you, when you do the right thing and contribute towards society, good things will come. And I think, I think that a lot go. And when I say good things will come, you know, you got to forget the past and, 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 and look at the whole scenario and say, Hey, let's go, let's go try to get my discharge changed so I can have this benefit. And it's, you know, it's, it's a wonderful home buying benefit, but not just that you've got medical benefits and other benefits that were taken away as well that are worth um, going back and, and getting what you deserve. And, and one of the things, I think we've touched on this briefly in one of the previous uh, podcasts, but when you talk about going back and I guess it's the appeals process with the Veterans Administration, oftentimes uh, that pertains to disability as well. So folks can go back and I, th- I think the impression that you've given me is that oftentimes when a veteran hears a decision from the VA, they assume that it's final, but that's not what you've seen uh, historically, is it? You know, no, it's not. And I'm going to just tell you, I'm, I got to, I'm going to make sure I word things correctly here. But you know, there's a process, and when you go, we're totally different topic. Going to di- disability claims, there is a process, and it's not perfect. It's not perfect. And I, for me, I think a lot of times it's kind of set up for the veteran to fail. And what I mean that by that is get frustrated and just forget about it and say it's not worth it. Well, you know, that's unfortunate. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of veterans will make claims and they'll fill the paperwork out, send it in. And, and maybe they forgot a couple of things. Maybe they haven't. Um, but more times than not, probably 90 percent, you get a letter back saying uh, incomplete. You know, we need this, this and this. And you're going, well, I. I gave you that up front. Well, you need to be careful on those because it's kind of a generic letter from what I've learned. And if you know you've given the documentation, you just got to stamp, you know, you got to stay put and be patient. And in doing so, instead of sending paperwork in for the second time, I've heard that that kind of puts you on the back of the list that you're on the back burner now because you've kind of restarted the process. Well, whereas if you would have left that letter alone, then you're still going through the system. That's one thing. Um, I think a lot of times, and, I, and this is from years ago, I did a loan for the decision maker on all disability claims in the state of Oregon. And I was told by this person that 
of the claims that are denied are because the paperwork's not filled out correctly. Really? Well, 90%? Yes, yes. Wow. That, that blew my mind. And I said, well, was just, did they not cross the T and dot the I? Or just, it varies. You know, there's very various things. But I said, but if you look at the letters these people get, it just flat out makes them feel like they're denied. Yeah, I understand that. That's true. And it's, that's unfortunate. Thinking, well, man, I'm scratching my head, you know, when I'm talking to this person. And so as time's gone by, I've gotten to know the best way to get through this is to get yourself a representative um, that represents veterans to work through the process of a disability claim. And, you know, there's people, there, there's a shortage of those. I wish there was more out there. And then my favorite gentleman retired about a year ago and I used to be my go-to. And so I'm kind of really looking out for, you know, I'm trying to get some feedback from some veterans on who they've gotten help from so I can refer out. But you do that, then you have an advocate and then you have someone that takes you through the whole process. Make sure that you get the right medical um, appointments, meeting with the doctors and everything. So you have all the, the paperwork in order, just things that can help through the process and there's a lot more success that way. But my point is, and this is one of my biggest points here on this is when a veteran, he or she gets this letter in the mail, it's super discouraging to them. And I find that they just say, forget it. It's not worth it. You know, here we go again, you know, or whatever, you know, it's, there's, you got to work through the system, unfortunately. And I think, you know, I could go more specific on some things, but I've, I've definitely, um, directed some veterans who've had a lot of success in this at the, you know, at the outcome. And, and, you know, one other thing, Luke, I'm getting a little long-winded, but one other thing on this too, a lot of people make a claim up front and then they wait three, four, five years and go, you know what? I, I just, I, you know, they told me no up front. This was, this was wrong. I'm going to go do it again. And they go through the process again and maybe they've gotten a little more diligent or more organized or more complete and they get that and they go through the process and they get their claim. Well, what they don't realize too is because they made a claim on the same thing this many years ago, you get back pay and these, they get large checks and which obviously they deserve, but it's just, there's certain things about the process that I think uh, put the veteran in a negative connotone, meaning that, you know, the, the way that uh, maybe that first letter comes back I think it's just a, a lot of them back off on continuing on. And I, I just want to emphasize, it's not worth doing that. You got to, got to fight for it a little bit, but it's a process and it's a system. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a difficult process. It sounds like, but this, you're not talking about taking advantage of, of a broken system. What you're talking about is making a system that isn't perfect work for you and getting what you deserve. Exactly right. You couldn't have said it better, Luke. And it's just the way it is. And being a witness to this for so many different veterans that I've known who've been through the process and tell me how it went, or we've, we've, you know, got them going on that in that direction, just from, you know, saying, Hey, you should do this. And then they take it on themselves and they go do it and they come back and tell me their success stories. But, you know, there's, there's two things. The, the veteran that obviously deserves these disabilities, they deserve it. You know, they, they, they put their life on the line for this country and for them not to be receiving it because you know, of not being maybe, well, the system, like we just talked about, but just knowing that going into it. So maybe you have a little bit different frame of mind. And that's kind of what I'm trying to help with today, I guess. 
Yeah, well, and it, it it sounds like it's just it's it's one of those things. If you go into it knowing the system isn't perfect, it's going to create a little bit more urgency and a little bit more discipline on your side. Going, I'm going to have to have everything in a row. We talked about this when we talked about the VA loan initially, or or really any home loan, is make sure that you have all your paperwork and everything set up in advance. If if the more prepared you are for your loan, for these application processes through the VA, the better off you're going to be. And it sounds like you have yeah. enough experience to help people get set up. So step one in, in all of our conversations is just be prepared and then don't expect it to, uh, to, to be a simple, uh, you know, a click of a button process. Well, you, exactly. And really, you know, my, my experience from the conversations that I've had with these people are, you know, basically what I just said to you is what I say to these people that I, I look at and they tell me their story and I'm going, well, you don't get any disability income, huh? And, and oh, I tried once, you know, I, I tried, but God, it, you know, threw me down and I just never gone back, you know, and I hear that nine out of 10 times. It's like, okay. Oh, okay. So, and then the wife's like nodding her head or shaking her <laughs> head going, I've told him for years, Tom, you know, I, I get that all the time, Luke. And so it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a pride thing too. I'm not going to say it's not, but at the end of the day, you've got to know that pride set aside that there's something that's deserved. And hey, that, that can, you know, help out from a medical standpoint, it's just the extra income, yeah. you know, things and then getting the benefits that you deserve. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty big advocate on that because, you know, they, day in and day out, yeah, they put the, their lives on their line for all of us, Luke, that aren't in the military. I think you mentioned it that you've had some recent success stories with this just in the last few months. I have, you know, you know, it's one thing I'll tell you this is, and this is, this is a pretty much a fact because think about it. When you're in the military, there's a lot of even boot camp and all, you know, everything you go through to get to where, what division you're going to be in. You're around a lot of noise, a lot of, of practice, a lot of training, a lot of uh, whether it's airplanes or ships or, you know, there's there's a lot of things that people are around. And one thing I'll, I'll say and the success story is always, you know, the wife will look at me and she'll go, he hasn't heard. He hasn't been able to hear for 20 years or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I'll kind of chuckle. And yeah, you know, I've told him he should. And so the, the recent ones, I say, what, why would you not get your hearing checked? And, you know, they'll pay for any down the road, any hearing aids you'll get, anything, all that stuff. And you'll get a little pay each month for it. And by the way, now you get your funding fee waived. So if you get 10%, which is years, 10, it's either 10 or 20. If you got, oh, there's another thing that goes along with years, but it's either, usually it's 10% for your years. Okay. The second you get 10%, Luke, as a disabled veteran, when you use this home loan uh, benefit, then you no longer have a VA funding fee. So, you know, for instance, on what's the average median now in this? Almost 400, say 350. Sure. $350,000, the first time you use your VA uh, benefit, if you're not a disabled veteran or 10% or more, you pay an $8,050 funding fee. Well, if you sell that house and go do another zero down VA purchase, um, $350,000, the second time it's 3.6%, which is $12,600. Um, and it's a lot. You know, there's ways to reduce that on a purchase by putting down payment down. But, you know, my point is now you no longer pay a VA funding fee the rest of your life. And this home loan, when you don't have to pay a funding fee, there is no better home loan, period, Yeah. in our country. 
Well, you're talking you know, about more than $20,000 on two home loans right there, if I have my math correct. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And, yeah. and you know, so, so even that 10%, even if you think it's not worth it, the little things that come along with it, not just for the funding fee, but also, like I said, you get that hearing down the road, hearing aids will be, all that stuff will be covered by the VA. Yeah. Well, and, and just how important hearing is. I mean, here we are doing a podcast and, and we want people to listen oh, to and, it. So. Uh, well, and, well, and also not to interrupt, but the question you ask is the success stories. I told three different people this and all three of them got their 10%. And a lot of times when you just go after your, your ears, it doesn't take that long. And you do have thumbs up the first time. They all got, they all got it. They all got their uh, 10%. One of the guys um, that came to me, had just purchased a home about eight months before. And he goes, man, I applied for that, that 10% like a year ago. And I, I go, well, you mean you did before you purchased the home? He goes, yeah, I did. And I still haven't heard back. I'm going to get on this, you know? And so I go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. The fact that you applied before you bought that home and he'd already used his VA before, and this was a $440,000 home and he had to pay a 3.6% VA funding fee. So that was 15,840 bucks. So he comes back and he says, Tom, not only did I get my, it's a half percent on a, on a, on a VA Earl, we did an Earl for him and it was, it was just 2,200 bucks. So he got 15, almost 16 grand plus the 2,200. So he ended up getting like 18, 19 grand back because he would never have known the fact that he applied before he closed on his original home purchase he would never have known that he could go back on that one. Wow. But so that, that was kind of, kind of a double whammy. I've had that happen a few times, actually, um, on, a, on, on the same scenario. And it's been, it's been super rewarding for the people when they, when they get that large check back. And well, and I'm just, my, their... my head is spinning thinking that 90% of those denials for disability are because of paperwork being improperly filled out. Yeah, it blew my mind when I heard that. And, so how many and, how many applications are sitting out there that were before an original purchase that are just sitting there and it's it's essentially found money? Yeah, you, yeah. You get I excited when you find a twenty in your pocket of your your jeans you haven't worn in a while. Uh, imagine finding twenty grand in the home you purchased uh, years ago. Yeah, and the sad thing is, is I hope that's the truth. You know, I don't know. I mean, the the ninety percent. Hopefully, it's just not a generic letter that goes out. Yeah. And they see, you know, who, who uh, fights it and who doesn't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You yeah. know, I, I, I wonder, but as long as, you know, there's certain things people know going into to doing this, I think there's, um, you know, I think there's, a, I think there's definitely a positive um, outcome in a lot of scenarios. So I, 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 I just, I, I, obviously we're not even talking about the, actual loan much today we're talking about other things that kind of directly or indirectly go with it but i i, I love it because that's 90 percent of our clientele Luke, and at least not, you know and so i i work with veterans day in and day out and they're such solid clients yeah well and 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 i appreciate uh today's topic too because it just it, it promotes the the idea that not only do you have a partner that understands the loan process that you're going through, but really advocates for veterans. The The reason you told me that you got into this loan was there wasn't anybody else that fully understood it. Even some of the people that you work with today uh, through the, the Veterans Administration or through, you know, the the lenders, they don't necessarily know how it works. And you're educating people on, on all sides of this loan, aren't you? Yeah, for sure. And you know what? Also, too, um, our website, OswegoMortgage.com, 
we have a lot of veterans organizations and different just entities out there for different, um, you know, different needs and, and, and um, just all types of stuff. You, it's on our, check out our website, but we've got a lot of, I, we, all the time, you know, I get people, Hey, do you mind if I can put, you know, this, uh, we advocate for this and, and would you mind if I put, you know, our, our link on your web? So we, we have a lot of stuff informational wise too, for the veteran and a lot of different, uh, you know, ways, if you will, but yeah, it, it's, it's uh, something that we've always been, you know, wanting to promote as well. And you have a, you have a veterans event coming up uh, in September, right? For anybody that's listening to this, uh, you know, before, before the event, do you want to, do you want to plug your veterans night? You, you know, it's funny. You beat me to it. Luke. <laughs> I, I, you know, gosh, I'm embarrassed. I think it's September 10th. Oh, Callie, Callie's going to be upset. Again. I'm pretty sure it's September 10th. Is that a Friday, Luke? Uh, I, I think so. Let me pull up my calendar. I should. We should both probably have the information if we're going to bring it up. Yeah, September 10th is. Yeah. Yep, a Friday. So yeah. Yeah, and we'll we'll start. You know, mid afternoon, and we're going to have a, a couple food carts here and some live music, and um, it is just a veteran celebration appreciation. I, I you know, we have a lot of um, nonprofits here, veterans organizations. Um, you know, there's a lot of some prizes and things they give out and, and, but informational stuff as well. There'd be, there'd be several booths here and, and pretty much, you know, it's, it's, it's our clientele, but any veterans listening, you're welcome to come and, and uh, enjoy, enjoy the evening. And um, you just reminded me something. I got to let my brother know I need the parking lot filled. <laughs> cleared that day. Uh, anyway, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about it. We, we, we missed it last year because of COVID for, um, you know, the first time ever we've had to miss it actually, but we're, we're glad to be able to do it again this year. And, and, you know, I, you know, mentioning COVID, I don't know what the protocol will be by then. We all might be wearing masks for all I know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know what they're going to make this, do, you know, but. I sure hope everything works out, but it's the Oswego Mortgage Summer Veterans Celebration. It is Friday, September 10th, 2021, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, and that's at Oswego Mortgage's offices at 16552 Boone's Ferry Road, uh, Suite 3 in Lake Oswego, Oregon. So if anybody wants to uh, join that event, if you're listening to this podcast before then, um, yeah, a great celebration. Prizes to be won and just an opportunity to to hear some of the stories that, that you've told here on this podcast, Tom, and... Uh, and and you know meet some of the folks that uh, that help take care of uh, so many of the veterans in the community. I appreciate your time as usual, Luke. <laughs> it's, it's my pleasure, Tom, and I look forward to the next podcast. And and again, you know, if anybody's out there and they're not sure what their benefits are, if if they feel like they've been denied for any of those benefits, this goes to to you, the listener, or anybody that you know that works with veterans uh, in like us in Oswego Mortgage. You have uh, not only an expert in the VA home loan but an advocate for veterans uh, here in the Northwest and beyond. You got it. <laughs> Perfect. OswegoMortgage.com. Tom Fitkin, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Luke. Thank you for listening to the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. For more info or questions about today's topic, your VA home loan, a new home purchase, or refinancing, call 503-697-7214 or go to OswegoMortgage.com.